liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to Life Pixel Life. This is episode 283, recording on February 25th, 2024. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be talking a little Elden Ring DLC, question mark, question mark. Um, we are going to talk about some Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase goodness. Uh, I think we're going to have to stop by the trailer park. Some things, some things happened, guys. And, uh, you know, we'll see what other shenanigans we can get into. So to do that, I have with me, as always, Shannon Allergy Issues More. Yeah, dude, I'm not going to lie. With the rains that have swept through the Bay Area and the weather we've had mm-hmm, this weekend, mm-hmm. plants do not know what the hell is happening. So they just like opened up and spit pollen out all over the place. And my eyeballs have been itchy and painfully scratchy for like this entire weekend. So I've gone back to my Claritin regiment pretty aggressively. Yeah, the uh, I think last week was the week everyone said, oh, damn, I'm getting sick. No, no, you're not. It's just a ton of pollen in the air all at once. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like we got we got three cats that live with us, and they're outdoor cats. And you know, occasionally they come in to eat, and uh, they'll come in for an occasional pet. And uh, yeah, then I forget that they've been outside around all those pollen-filled bushes, and then I touch my face, and it's all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all downhill. Just it's a mess. Get that nice puffiness, mm-hmm. you know. It's mm-hmm. like Botox, but horrible. <laughs> but with a lot more swelling. <laughs> a lot yeah. more. Uh, also joining us is Justin. Well, 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 Carter. Well, 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 it's your boy. <laughs> so, dear listener, if you'll recall, last week I was crucified for tuna melts and told how disgusting hot tuna is, <laughs> and yet I watched a good 10-minute documentary that Zach made on Instagram stories of his two children making a tuna cake, which, as you would guess, involves it being heated up hot. So I want to know, Zach, how how did that go, and how did we get from hot tuna's disgusting to your kids <laughs> eating the very thing I was ridiculed for it? Well, let me start by saying, did you see me eating any of them? I knew it. I told Megan earlier today. I was like, that is going to be his number one thing. He's like, I didn't fucking eat it. The kids ate it, and I just helped flip it in the pan. Uh, The other part is, have you ever had an adorable six-year-old who loves cooking with you in a kitchen um, actively work you to try to make a certain recipe she found in a cooking book of her own like she went to the library and got this cookbook yeah i mean see that that's the thing is like who they who knows if she ate it either like i mean she found this recipe right so this Mm -hmm. is just something that she saw that she was like oh i would like to make this that doesn't mean it's a good idea 
Nope. That just nope, means that they're trying mean it that. out. I'm still, uh, I'm still in Zach's camp. I'll, I'll, I'll defend him. Like, I don't know. Did, did she eat it? Did, did she, she did eat it? it? She did eat it. Um, okay. I, I don't know if she actually liked it or <laughs> if she was just telling herself she did because we did yeah. so much work. Mm-hmm. Um, her brother did not like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, well, he didn't like the texture of it. So that was the thing. I think they both were thinking these. So, so essentially what these are, are like cakes made out of like canned tuna fish, mashed potatoes, chives, and oh. yep, stick with me, <laughs> stick with me, stick with me, uh, uh, chives, parsley, some other seasoning. And then you like bread it, fry it. Right. And I think they both thought they were going to be like crunchy the whole way through, not just the outside. The problem is you when you fry just the outside, the inside is still mostly mashed potatoes and tuna. So there's some tuna in them with the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. now I will say I did try a bite cause uh, you know, she was staring at me and so I had to. <laughs> and uh, there were the tuna to potato ratio was such that you didn't really taste the tuna all that much they tasted like mashed potato fried mashed potato cakes with a little like something. If I didn't tell you it was tuna fish, you'd be like, there's something in the background there. I don't, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. I, but I don't know if you'd like instantly put your finger on it and be like, that's canned tuna fish. That's, that's no, well, that I mean, is. you would sit there and you'd be like, something's fishy and you're going to go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Well, let me tell you, uh, Oh, and Dijon mustard. That was the other thing that goes. Oh God. Dang. Um, but let me no. tell you, some Frank's Red Hot, totally, <laughs> went, totally fine. Just tasted like fried potatoes and Frank's Red Hot, Good, <laughs> you know, at that point. And hey, we're, we're, we're cooking. You know, when you uh, talk about a recipe and like, you know, the ingredients that go into it and you get that front mouth water flavor and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's something I definitely want in my mouth right now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then like you you hear a recipe and occasionally you get that back mouth watering where it's like, yep. I'm going to vomit. Like, yep. that's yep. <laughs> that's what I'm getting. I'm getting the I'm not getting the front mouth. Sweat. Uh, I'm getting the yeah. I'm getting the rear mouth sweats. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, believe me, there were many conversations around. So really, this one. It has to be this one. Yeah. We have to do this one. Okay. What, what was the, did she say why she wanted to go with that particular recipe? Um, I think she thought frying things would be really fun, like okay. pan frying stuff, uh, mm-hmm. making mashed potatoes would mm-hmm. be really fun because that's mm-hmm. also a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I think she just wanted to try canned tuna fish because it's not something we have often here. Hmm. And, but she's had tuna, mm-hmm. you know, like, but not the, uh, not the Justin variety of tuna. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think, I think it was a combination of all of those, but I do enjoy cooking with my daughter. It's always fun. She's very excited. She's very like eager. And now she's pretty decent in a kitchen too. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's actually kind of fun to cook with at this point. Cause she can just do stuff. Uh, it's not so much, you're not hand holding as much. Um, but that being said, this recipe probably would have taken me 
15 to 20 minutes from beginning to end <laughs> if I was just left to by myself and uh-huh. we spent about an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, it was worth it for me though, to drag my son kicking and screaming into helping. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was pretty funny to watch the videos because like you were live editing as you were live streaming. So yeah, it was yeah, yeah. just like, you could hear you in the background being like, well, you gotta go. You might want to go wash your hands. You got. Yeah. Let's go. Do, you know. I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the peanut gallery in the background's just like <laughs> heckling the whole time. It was pretty funny. It was. Yeah, it was fun. We had good times. And and my uh, my sister uh, messaged me to say Jonathan's constant lack of enthusiasm and eye rolling <laughs> like had her just on the ground laughing the entire time. Yeah. It was like the seventh segment in his face is just on the counter face down, hands out. (laughs) He's just given up. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Been there. Say something about the dish. And he's like, it's food. I think that was literally a comment. It's It's food dog. I don't, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, Uh, good times good times all the way around mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah so that was my hot tuna experience justin dude you know it's in season right now but <laughs> i i appreciate you know you're gonna have yourself a couple little master chef juniors before you know it so i expect right. to see evelyn on like season like 15 of master chef junior I mean, everybody on his wife's side of the family is a chef of some type, so it would yeah. not strike me. <laughs> not my wife. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, how? What? It's uh, okay. She doesn't listen to the show. You're okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, also, I mean, she owns it, though, because it's like, yeah, her dad was a professional chef, executive chef for years, and her mom uh, owns and runs a catering company to this day, and she doesn't cook. It doesn't cook. And I think, and, and I think, you know, she, what she says is true is she never had to. Mm-hmm. So why? And I'm like, ah, eh, I get it. You know, I understand, but, but it is funny though, when I cook with my daughter and uh, so my wife's brother is an executive chef at uh, a very nice high end Italian restaurant and also cooks with my daughter from time to time and uh, making pizza the other night with her all i got the entire time was well you know this isn't how uncle geo does it um <laughs> you know uncle geo would do it like this i don't think we should do that because uncle geo says to do this and i'm like should i bring him over do you want to just go with, like like come on what are we doing <laughs> awesome yeah just getting ridiculed by a six-year-old with no filter just yeah, just just telling no, me all the crap. <laughs> telling me all the crap I'm doing wrong as not a professional chef in a high end Italian kitchen. Yes, uh, children. Why mm-hmm. do I do it? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have no choice. Uh, okay, so speaking of having no choice, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like the segue so far. You want you want to know what I had no choice to do this week? What's that? I had no choice. I had to reinstall Elden Ring. <laughs> well, because... I mean, that's the sign of a good DLC, right? Oh my god, dude! I watched that. Uh, I, to be honest, Shadow of the Tree knew it was there, saw it coming, didn't really care, right? 
didn't really care. It was like, sure, I played Elden Ring. It ran its course. It was fine. It was something I always kind of meant to get back to and then never really did because 2023 happened and the flood of games never stopped. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, one Justin Carter kept shoving the Erd Tree trailer in front of my face via <laughs> through different via social media outlets. <laughs> and uh, I finally watched it and was like, God damn it. <laughs> it got me. Why? Like, why? Like, why? So, so yeah, then, then I went and reinstalled it on the mm-hmm. PS five. Um, okay. and, uh, yeah, I've, I've decided I'm going, I'm, I'm just going to follow the guide to say, Hey, here's, here's how to just beat ass as a barbarian starter, like go right. Here's the mm-hmm. build you want. Just do this. And so I'm just going to do that. Like, you know what? I had my 30 something hours of exploration with Elden Ring. I don't really want to just fuck around. Just, just let's, let's build an awesome character. Let's kick some ass. Let's take some names and let's get ready to get my skill set back for when this drops in June. That's, that's where I'm at at this point. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts on that? Is that wrong? Should I, should I not be guiding it up? Dude, I think that's the way to go, honestly. Because the thing is, is yeah, you could sit there and continue your one game and try and like bang your head against the wall, whatever. But ultimately, like games are supposed to be fun. Like I want you to have fun and I want you to be able to, you know, be able to play the DLC when it comes out in June. If that means following a guide to get from A to B to C to D or whatever to do that, I don't care how you do it as long as you do it and you're having fun <laughs> doing it. Like from software doesn't give two shits how you do it as long as you give them money and you're right. having fun doing it. So, you know, props to you. I know I'm kinda in the same boat because I did not beat Elden Ring. I have like three bosses left. Like I stopped like right at the end because this one boss kept kicking my fucking ass. So I too am in the camp that I need to just bang out those like last three bosses so I can be prepared for the DLC. Now, you know, the term DLC seems pretty wrong here. Like this seems like a proper old school PC expansion style. And that, that is true. Like every single like dark souls one, um, bloodborne, like whatever their DLCs that they have are, they say DLCs, but dude, it's like straight up, like, you know, solid mid 2000s, like season pass level. Yeah. Like, you know, like Bioshock had like the deal. It's like very long, like hours and hours mm. of like content and stuff. It's almost like its own side, like little game within a game. Because, uh, yeah, I remember last week us talking and me giving you crap about you trying to s- sneak this in as game of the year contender. But then it's like, when I start looking at what they're saying is in this thing, right? The size and scope of what it looks like the precedent that's kind of been set by the cyberpunk, you know, uh, was it Phantom Liberty or whatever mm-hmm. expansion they ruled out? I've, I have a sick sinking feeling that about, August when we've talked about Erd Tree for four straight weeks, <laughs> me and you were going to be like, "Hey, you know, maybe we should put this in Game of the Year contention." 
uh, Shannon, what do you think? And uh, <laughs> Shannon's going to be like, uh, you both are trash. <laughs> Get the hell off my show. And uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be the argument. I can feel it coming. I'll, I'll get it ready. Yeah, I feel like Shannon will download it, and he'll be like, "Yeah, you know, checked it out for like a day or two, went back to Pal World, but you know what? Hey, you know, you guys enjoy it. I, you know, I don't know. Like, I I think I'm going to wait until you guys hype it up enough to where I'd like, oh, you got to try this. Like, other than that, like, I got Final Fantasy mm-hmm. that I'm, I got to get through. I got Yakuza I got to get through. I got Pal World. I still got to, like, find my niche in. So, you know. I got plenty of other things to hold me over, but you guys have your fun. Oh, oh, you know, I was going to wait to ask this question into what you've been playing, but I have to know. Hmm. I've been dying to know. So you just started Yakuza like a dragon, right? I did. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm maybe six or seven hours in. Okay. And and you're liking it, right? You're into it. Um, yeah, I am for the most part. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you end up buying final fantasy anyway? <laughs> Just because, like, you just started a game, it's a big game, like, and then those reviews hit. Did oh, we did, you did. Look at that. Tuck the credit card back in the wall. His face is the same color as the sweatshirt. Look at him. Um, I may have actually pre-ordered it like way a couple weeks ago. Okay, that's actually fine. That's actually better in my book. Mm -hmm. That uh, because I. Look, it's you. You're going to buy Final Fantasy 7 regardless. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like I was throwing, you know, ass, you know, it's not like I had like fantasies that you, oh, I'm going to sit this one out, guys. <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. It was it was more the timing of you just starting like a good sized chunk game and being like, yeah, and I'm going to buy Final Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that game, that game, that game's gonna sit on the shelf for a while. Cause, uh, yeah, uh, when we get into Yakuza, I'll let you know why. But, okay. um, yeah, it, it, I already bought, I already bought it, bought right. it a while ago. All right. But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna sit on my PlayStation Five for a while. That I'll be honest, the reviews for that had me feeling the first pangs of serious FOMO that I've felt in a long time. Mm-hmm. Long time. Yeah, I don't care that uh what was it? Uh what's the uh what was it? The red uh 13 was it the cat, the the Native American cat. <laughs> like I don't care how he looks riding a chocobo. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here for everything in this series, yeah. all of it, the good and the bad. Dude, Shannon's like sitting there playing Yakuza and he's like, "Yeah, man, I don't know. I'm still working on this." And then they show tifa running out on the beach and he's like all right man like how much was this with like the deluxe edition yeah, right now? yeah. whoa 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 come on now <laughs> he already has the statue don't worry yeah. i mean i'm eyeballing my uh my xenoblade chronicles 2 like uh <laughs> pyra statue over here that's 220 dollars <laughs> <laughs> See, now you know why about the 3D printer. You just make the statues. Exactly. <laughs> no. See, he's, he's on to me now. Just download those CAD files. <laughs> Get to work, son. Um, but yeah, uh, Erdtree looks crazy. Crazy, right? Like, I don't know. Je- Justin, your, your final thoughts before we move on? I mean, Dude, you're, you're obviously in. 
right? Oh yeah, I'm both feet in. I'm super stoked. I'm excited that for a while I wasn't sure if this was actually going to come out this year or mm-hmm. not. Um, I'm super stoked that it is actually coming out this year. Like you said, man, dude, it looks gorgeous. Like I'm sure it's going to be huge. It looks like there's a lot of new enemies and bosses and it even looked like there was like a cross like gatling gun crossbow looking fucking thing in the trailer also like awesome also like some hand-to-hand combat which is pretty new yeah i almost like (laughs) i wonder if like i don't know this is big brain player but because like dragon's dogma 2 is coming out Mm. this year and it comes out i want to say in like may if they were like Dude, we need to capitalize off this and fucking shut that shit down. And so, like, <laughs> we're we're gonna push this shit to be come out like a month, like within a month of this game, and steal that fan base. Oh, if anything, that timing looks great for Dragon's Dogma now because people well, are yeah, gonna be getting it, ramped up and getting excited. And here comes something that has a similar aesthetic uh, that people are gonna be like, "Oh, I can beat this in the time before Earth Tree comes out." Yeah, no, it's going to be a real uh, like Dante's Inferno versus God of War 3 type thing where it comes out like a couple weeks prior. So everyone jumps on it. The epic battle we all remember. Dante's (laughs) Inferno versus God of War 3. I played and beat Dante's Inferno, by the way. Dude, so did I. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't bad as a God of War clone. It wasn't bad. It also just wasn't good either. That's the problem. Like it was, it was one of those games where it's like the, the setting was cool. You know, some of the character design was neat, but like it, God of War two has better combat. Visually. It wasn't like astounding. The story, the narrative was kind of dumb, pretty dumb. And it just, you know. Yeah, I think it just kind of came out right place, right time, you know, kind of like Heavenly Sword. Uh. (laughs) Don't you dare besmirch Heavenly Sword. That was an awesome game, regardless of when it came out. (sighs) Heavenly Sword. Um, What was the follow-up? The follow-up was the actual good one, the Andy Serkis one. Um, It wasn't a follow-up to Heavenly Sword. It was the same was it the same developers next game some monkey king <sighs> what was heavenly sword ninja theory right i want to say it was yeah yeah all right monkey sword live live <laughs> googling um all right the hell did you people make <laughs> great audio it's amazing on it. Just don't worry about it. Just shut up. <laughs> oh, they made DMC. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, yeah. Enslaved Odyssey to the West. That was it. Mm. With yeah. Andy Serkis. Um, I that, play that, and one. that game's actually super good. Really good. And see, Shannon never played it. I did not. Because he knows Heavenly Sword sucked. And he's like, yeah, you know, same maker. I'm what? Uh, whoa. Wow. No. God damn you. <laughs> See? 
can find all manner to break apart your argument, sir. Wow. Dude, um, that, I was just like, that's what's funny is because like I didn't think DMC got a lot of bullshit too when it came mm-hmm. out. And honestly, I didn't think it was that like, is it Devil May Cry? No. But like the boss fights in that game were fucking fun. And like the level design was really good. Cool. I'm, I can't remember that game. I know. Uh, I- all I remember was like the person who was supposed to be Dante had like a really short haircut. And it well, was yeah, really weird. Has, like, oh, that's very, right. Like, they messed with the <laughs> hair and people lost their minds. So, yes, he has like the black hair and like whatever. And it has some like trendy, like UK looking like haircut. And everyone's like a lot younger. But I will say by the end of the game, though, like he when he goes into like his devil mode, whatever, he gets like the classic gray hair back and stuff like at the very end. But. Hmm. The uh, <laughs> it it really was wild how they bounced back with Devil May Cry Five though, because because I was out on that series like all the way out was totally fine never picking it up again and when Justin was like no <laughs> no you need to play this and finally to the point where I was like okay I guess I will because I got it super cheap at one point. And that game rips. Like, Dude, five is so good. Like the fact yeah. that five, in my opinion, is even better than three, which is like the goat of the entire mm. series. I was like, no way is this going to beat three. And then playing it beginning to end, I'll be like, dude, I'll be damned if that's not better than three. I don't know if it's better than three, but it's more fun. Mm. It's definitely more fun. Like it, three... it also makes so many references to three and stuff too that. Fair, really fair, yeah. <sighs> so yeah, Devil May Cry, hell of a game. Uh, anyway, I don't know how we got there. Uh, well, we, I guess we can start talking about games that uh, are not going to be coming to Nintendo. I don't know how to make this. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess you. Could, I was. I was going to say, oh, is a Devil May Cry five on the Nintendo Switch? And then you could have been like, no, but here are the games that are. But according to the most recent, I'm just going to pretend you did that. According to the most recent uh, <laughs> Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase, we got some uh, we got some announcements to, to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they opened with Grounded, the Microsoft game, huh? Coming to the Switch, um, which uh, I found interesting because afterwards. It looks like just Grounded and uh, Pentiment are coming to the Switch, not Sea of Thieves and not Hi-Fi Rush, which is interesting to me. Is it though? Because I don't think the Switch could handle at least Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I figured you're you're right, but I figured Hi-Fi Rush just seems like such a Switch game that they would figure out a way to, way, way to make it work. But it looks like Tango was just like, how about no? <laughs> how, about, how about this ps5 looks fine and we'll just leave it there uh so yeah they're getting grounded in pentiment uh the first of this volley of new microsoft titles a- again they've had minecraft forever so i don't know why this is a new crazy thing but um i like i like grounded coming to the switch i could totally see that working you know Grounded's a fun game. They've done so much to that, and it'd be cool if more than, you know, 
the small Microsoft audience could see it because it's pretty neat. Um, but yeah, I didn't see a lot in here that grabbed me a lot. You, you in for some, uh, uh, HD remaster of monster hunter stories. Eh? 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 You got me at stories. I'm not going to lie. Like I like monster hunter stories. I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't getting, I know you like the stories games. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was good. I don't know if I'm ready to go back. Um, I mean, I played that game for a long time and it, I, I got my fill, but, um, I'm glad it's coming to a, like, I mean, I think that was only, it was only a mobile game for a while. So, mm-hmm. I'm glad it's coming to the switch. I think it's a good home for the switch. <laughs> so uh, this, this made me laugh though. Uh, it's getting an HD remaster for the switch as well as the PC and PlayStation four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that just made me laugh. Like, like you're coming out with an HD remaster release on the PlayStation four, the the four. Okay. Sure. No problem. Um, Justin, can I interest you in an Epic Mickey rebrushed? Dude, that was a surprise. Like, that's cool that that um, franchise is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that was like a, a Wii classic. Um, and it's supposedly a remake, not like an HD remaster. And I would expect it would have to be because as a Wii game, you know, they have to go away from all the motion controls. And, and come out with a more direct way of controlling, right? Yeah, I would have to figure there's some sort of rework for it. But, I mean, the Switch has motion control. I mean, it has Joy-Cons. Yeah, but everyone hates that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, where where are yours? Cause, in the trash in a landfill somewhere? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I have ones on there that actually fit my hands and don't do the motion control thing. Yeah, since since uh, since I've had the switch, I think I got the Hori um, like can grips yeah, for the, the split pad. Yeah. yeah, and I, I never went back. Yeah, I, as someone with hands, I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy ergonomics. It's weird. Um, it's amazing how stuff like that becomes important as you get older. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I don't want the things I like doing hurting me. Weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Remember rubbing your freaking thumbs raw on the plus D pad on the NES? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, forget. There yeah, like or like because the hard edges you had like that nice sword divot in like the side of your like middle finger from when holding the controller and just like yep. pressing down yep. the buttons. Just, yep. oh, yeah. Like track and field two by Konami. Just <laughs> left so many emotional and physical scars <laughs> on me. It's, it's not even funny. Um, what about this Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection? Eh, eh, eh. The original no. two Battlefront games. The only two Battlefront games, you mean? Oh, I, hey, come on, Can, you know, work with me here a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. There, this was like a weird. There just wasn't anything out there, really. Like when they were like, oh, Nintendo Direct. And it was like, here's the two, uh, you know, here's the two Microsoft games and like just a bunch of random crap. Like, I mean, I guess with the Microsoft stuff, them rolling out 
some rare classics to switch online was kind of cool. Like you get, uh, was it RC pro am battle toads, killer instinct, blast core. So you get some rare, rare hits that have been very much missing from the, uh, the history, historical archives. You know, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, a new endless ocean. That was a little interesting. That's kind of like an underrated Wii title, but also kind of boring. So I don't know. Dude, I'll tell you right now, Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble looks like a lot of fun. Um, I haven't played a Monkey Ball in forever. Yeah, what, so Super Monkey, the Super Monkey Ball, is it like one of those things that they try to do with like Tetris 99 and like other th- things like that? Or is it just... I mean, it looks like it's a new monkey ball game but yes it does have like a party kind of look like fall guys ish type mode where you can compete with people and stuff but i think it's like you know has just like your classic and like other normal like it's not all it is Mm -hmm. is that but i thought like korea and world of goo too i was waiting for you to mention yes That was probably like one of my favorite things. It's actually coming out this year and it comes out May 23rd as an exclusive for the Switch, which is pretty crazy. Come it comes out in just a couple months, dude. I know. You're I'm like so 3 months away. Like that I think was the most exciting thing for me is like getting like a World of Goo 2 got the date of May 23rd. Fantasy Life did get an actual date for October 10th. So that is coming out this year after it was delayed. It was supposed to come out like October last year. So it was like mm-hmm. a full year like delayed, but I'm super stoked for that. And uh, Pepper Grinder, one of Devolver's new jams, is coming out March 28th. So that's coming out next month. That, that had a demo drop with it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, I know it was on, like, the Steam Next Fest and stuff, there's the mm-hmm. demo out for it. I have it downloaded, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but um, I've been following it for a while, and it looks super cool. And then, one of the biggest things that I was, I've been waiting for it, I've been waiting for it, and they announced it, Pocket Card Jockey. Alright, talk to me about this, because I've, I've heard people talking about this game, I don't get it. What, so, what is it? I fucking love it. it. It was originally a 3DS game, an eShop game, and then they remastered it or whatever, and it was on iPhone, and what, that was, like, the only thing it was on. And I was like, dude, they need to bring the, like, why isn't this on the Switch? I was pissed that, like, that's all it was on. It was, like, iPhone, whatever. So then when they announced it's out, Switch today, I'm like, fuck yes. I'm like, when I get paid next week, you bet your ass I'm immediately downloading that shit. So what it is is you're essentially playing solitaire, but you're racing horses. Um, it's made by Game Freak. And you essentially like are playing solitaire and like collecting like the cards. Like the better you're doing it solitaire, like your horse, if you like end up like fucking up or like not doing too hot, like your horse kind of slows down in the race and you get like little items and stuff to like help like speed him up. Um, once you get a horse, you can race them through like different tournaments and like whatever and then once they get like old they go to like this farm and then you get to like you get to breed your horses so then like uh like when i played on 3ds i had my favorite horse big d swinging uh, <laughs> he was great 
And it's like, you know, he ran his course through the races and then, you know, sent him to the farm, bred an even better horse. And, you know, I had Big D too. And so, you know, he his legacy lived on. And it's like they get like different stats and different abilities depending on like the horses you're breeding and stuff. So it has this like kind of intricate like you went you went with big d2 and not d's <laughs> you know you gotta understand this this was a different time Jack. in the 3ds era like these nuts like didn't exist yet uh, like that joke had not come up yet so and then his son got d's <laughs> get d's but you know like it will live on now like now that's on the switch like there's more these relevant names for me to choose from relevant yes <laughs> um I, I this sounds like shannon's type of jam yeah you know, oh i'd be lying i'd be lying if, you, got, you know yeah, I'd, be, I'd be lying if i said i didn't download it when it was on m- the mobile um and it was it was interesting it was cool oh, you played it. Oh, okay I have, yeah interesting mm-hmm. all right but i didn't stick with it that long um i don't know why i think it was because um like snap came out and like other games that you know, mm-hmm. take up my time on my mobile phone. Yeah, and I will say that about it. It is a very fun game, but it's definitely one of those games that's like fun in short bursts. Like it's one of those things where I don't really like see someone playing it. For, oh, you know, I spent five hours playing Pocket Card. Like you know, you play it for like an hour or like whatever, and then you're like, oh, okay, and then go do something. But you like constantly kind of come back to it type situation. It's not like a oh man, I spent all day playing Pocket Card Jockey. I don't know. Sounds like something I might say. Oh man, I spent all day playing pocket card jockey. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You almost opened a door for me to talk about Marvel Snap there, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna lose what little audience we have to to talk about Marvel Snap. Um, still really good. The uh, okay, I, I guess maybe we should take a journey to the trailer park. Oh, hey, hey guys, uh, I, I saw I saw some trailers this week, and they were really interesting, but uh, I don't know why everybody's talking about this Borderlands movie, because, like, you want to see that kind of stuff, you just come to the trailer park. I mean, like, there, there's not, I didn't see a lot of differences between what they were talking about in the movie. I don't see why it's a hellscape. I mean, we got, like, a, a little guy, I mean, he's not claptrap, but, I mean, we put a Roomba out on the street, and then we put some knives <laughs> on him, and uh, he just goes around and, like, pokes people in the feet every once in a while if you're not paying attention. It's kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, there, it's there's a lot of similarities. We got some raccoons that pop out of the trash cans and scare you every once in a while. Sometimes you got to carry a little side piece, maybe sure that like well, no, i mean sidearm not side piece side piece is what i got in the other trailer park but um sometimes you gotta just you know shoot them raccoons when they pop out of the trash can but uh yeah um uh, i mean it looks like a good movie what, what, what you guys think about it <laughs> dude, Ooh, values. Uh, um dude, i just want to say real quick i thought for sure you were going to be like yeah, you know, here at the trailer park, we got our own claptrap, but we call her Susan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, oh, uh, you have some respect for Susan. She's a wonderful <laughs> person. I um, the, uh, no, the, the thing that was in my head when you were talking about Roomba with the knives was <laughs> the Yosemite Sam, like, dance, shooting at the ground. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Marvin. Um, Roomba with knives. I, yeah, that's <laughs> inspired. 
inspired. Uh, yeah, this movie looks boring. It looks horrible. Um, they're, they're not one thing in that trailer. Maybe go, hey, this is something we need to watch. Breaking Shannon's heart right now. No, the trailer broke my heart. Like this is nothing new. Like I, I saw Tiny Tina, and I was like, no. Like she is her line delivery in that trailer was so flat. Like she needs to be like unhinged, right? Like I mean, that was the whole draw of her character, which was what made it fun. Now they made her seem like this angsty teen who just doesn't want to follow anybody's rules for you know no apparent reason. I don't think that Kevin Hart is a good Roland. Um, I do like um, Jack Black as Claptrap because you know I, I just think his delivery is pretty solid. But yeah, other than that, like they made some choices. Like I don't know why. Like it seemed like they started with the original Borderlands and then like dropped out like Mordecai and um, what was it the the other Bruiser guy? I forget his name. But like, mm-hmm. why don't you just do that? Like I mean, yeah, I get it. Like that berserker guy was like one of the dlc characters that you got later uh i think it was borderlands 2 though that that you were able to get that guy um but it just seems like they're making a lot of creative choices like combining like the two games together well, and, see, it's uh, funny. at first i thought jack black was going to be the the berserker guy mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he has a mask on the whole time mm-hmm. and they were doing like the uh the sweet tooth thing mm-hmm. and and i was like oh Okay, I thought I figured he'd be Claptrap, but that's like pretty clever. I'm I'm into that. And then Claptrap starts talking, and I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> okay, no. it is what I, I mean, thought. The, I mean, the banter was there, though. I mean, like when he gets like sh- riddled with bullets, and then at the end he's like like pooping them all out, and he's like, oh, I can't I can't go if you guys are watching. And then all of a sudden he starts going faster, and he's like, oh no, wait, I change it. Like you guys watch me, like watch me the whole time. Like I got a chuckle out of that, right? And um, I didn't. Really? Um, <laughs> no, that, uh, that didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, yeah, I think by that point, the trailer had killed the vibe for me so hard that like, I mean, you're not wrong. It's probably the best part of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think at that point I was just so dead inside from the rest <laughs> of it that it didn't really register for me. Yeah, it was. um it it was everything about it was pretty just not what i wanted it seemed like a cheap discounted version of guardians of the galaxy like a very deep like a dollar tree version of guardians of the galaxy tubies guardians of the galaxy <laughs> yeah timus timus guardians of the galaxy um, so go ahead sorry no, I was just gonna say, yeah, dude. I watched the trailer. Like, it's I don't understand why they wouldn't just like just do two. Like, just start with Borderlands two. Like, no one gives a shit about one. Like, mm-hmm. no <laughs> one played one. No one really likes one. No one's going back to play one, man. All right, just start with the fucking plot to two and just go from there. Uh, so my question is, I, so if I had to guess, I'm assuming like there's going to be like an end credit scene or something where they're going to tease handsome Jack. Cause I don't think he's the actual villain in this. Is he, you see that dude uh, with the beard uh, and it seems to me like he's like the villain, but it doesn't, it, I, who knows if they're taking liberties with handsome Jack and like, that's just handsome Jack before he gets his face butchered. Yeah. So that's kind of my assumption. So if you had the fan cast like into the credits, like say that guy is just Jack or whatever, and then he gets mutilated, whatever. And then post credits, they do like a Darth Vader type fucking sequence. (laughs) And then it's handsome Jack 
for a who movie you, we'll never see. But yes. yeah, yes. But who would you fan cast as Handsome Jack? Jude Law. Really? Oh, like that's my, not bad. That's not. Oh uh, man, that's, that's <laughs> actually pretty good. Um. Uh my my two picks I could see was uh uh Ryan Ryan Gosling. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then so I thought Ryan Gosling would have the look, but in terms of crazy, I was like, dude, I think Jake Gyllenhaal would fucking kill it as like angry handsome Jack. Yeah. Cillian mm-hmm. Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Mm, who is Cillian Murphy? Uh, play play the scarecrow in Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's from Peaky Blinders and yeah, like yeah. Uh, and uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah, he'd be good. that. Oh yeah, he'd be good. He'd be creepy though. He'd be like that well, super that's, dark like Yeah, what Jack. what kind of handsome Jack do you want? Cuz yeah. I I agree with you that Gyllenhaal could do the like fully unhinged uh one where Jude Law and Silly Murphy seem more on that like really dark sinister s- style. Where, because mm-hmm. you know how Handsome Jack like has a ton of one-liners, but they're actually not funny, and they don't hit. <laughs> but he yeah. thinks he's funny, uh, and that's why he's telling him. Um, which actually is one of the things about Borderlands Two I, I really enjoyed is some of the characters are just so well written. Mm-hmm. You know, you really get a, a vibe on like, oh, that's why this guy is so dangerous is because like he's actually not here in reality with the rest of us, even though it seems like he is. But when he talks, every time he talks, it's like, oh, your perception of what's happening around you is totally different than mine. <laughs> you know, like you, You're not really here, are you, bud? Um, and, and yeah, I think, huh, I could totally see that. Now, see, for me, the rolling character really needed to be the uh, 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 god damn it, he just played Deadshot and Su- Suicide Squad. Um, no, you're talking an Idris Elba, yeah, like an Idris Elba type, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, a for little, sure, like serious, some comedic timing in there, like can do it, but that's not who he is. Mm-hmm. He's not a comedian, he's just a badass that can be funny sometimes. Like, that's that's what I pictured more for a Roland. Yeah, dude, that, that's uh, now that you now that you've told me now that you put Idris Elba out there, like I cannot. It, it is such a huge miss. <laughs> like I imagine he that was probably their first pick, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking doing this." And yeah. then I, all right, man, like let's just go down the list and see who actually accepts this. He's like, "I already got dragged in that Suicide Squad movie. I don't need to get dragged in this one." <laughs> Wait, actually, just look at the cast of Suicide Squad. That could have been your cast. If John Cena is like the brute, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then Idris Elba, and then the rat girl could have been Lilith or whatever. Um, yeah, and then Mordecai could have been, um, what was it? What's that dude? The the guy that's actually like the good guy, the one, the cop. Uh, he could have oh, been yeah, Mordecai. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Easy. Mm-hmm. Margaret Robbie is tiny Tina. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That great. Like, like, why not? Yes. Exactly. I mean, basically, all you're playing is teenage Harley Quinn. So, yeah, that works. Like, we're just making shit. It's sad. We're just making shit. I am. Like, it's like, you know, it's, yeah, it's bad, bro. 
So, I will agree with you though. Like that is the part that upset me the most in the trailer too was Tiny Tina, and I guarantee you there probably will be like the last fifteen minutes of the movie, like one line delivery that will be exactly like Tiny Tina from the game, and that's gonna be it. Like that's it's gonna be that one moment where she like blows a bunch of dudes up or something and says something crazy, and that's gonna be like the start of her character. No, you could tell that actress does not have it in her to play Tiny Tina the way that she needs to play Tiny Tina. And like, I don't know where they found that actress, but like, she is not the fit. I think, I think Justin's been Madam Web pilled. (laughs) Character, character development starts in the last 30 seconds. of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it happen. It happens more often than not. Let's be honest, guys. There's not going to be a Borderlands 2 movie, right? Like, so like, there's no reason why, like they should be setting this up for that. Uh, They're going to try. They're going to, Hey, Dante's Inferno was set up for a sequel. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Um, Shoot for the stars. Right. Uh, Shannon, talk to me about a movie that you actually do like. Dude. Okay. So uh, this trailer popped up uh, through our discord and Mm -hmm. I saw it on multiple different feeds, but it's called boy kills world. And this movie looks insane. Uh, It's like, I mean, I hate to compare everything to John wick, but like this has those like over the top John wick, like type action sequences. It's a revenge movie. Uh, you know, this dude's family gets killed. Uh, he's basically trained to be like this badass like killer guy. Um, this lady basically has this network set up to show public execution, like to, to come up with a way to publicly execute people on live TV. Um, and the and it's the same typical guys of like, you know, if you can last on this show, like you get your freedom back, uh, mm. you know, but you have to keep fighting. Right. Um, and this guy just goes out there and just basically manhandles people for like the whole length of the movie. I don't know much more of about the plot other than that. Um, but it's got a scars guard uh, as the uh, as the the, you know, the main uh good guy i guess you could call him if you want to call him that um the guy that we're rooting for essentially in the movie um and then the lady that played gene gray in like i think most of like the early x-men movies is like the Mm -hmm. bad you know bad lady in this one so mk jensen yeah 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 um but it looks dope uh the action sequences look crazy um like everything about it just screams one of those movies that i would love to see um so so yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, yeah, it's it's in our Discord channel. You should watch the trailer; it's dope. Yeah, full over the top violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is kind of funny. I mean, we talked about this with that. Uh, what was it the Monkey Man movie or whatever mm-hmm. that's coming out? Yeah, that we are just fully both feed in the uh, John Wicking of Hollywood at this mm-hmm. point, and and you know it reminds me of those Halcyon days of like when scream came out and then all of a sudden you had like, I know what you did last summer and the faculty and you know, all these shitty teen horror movies just crawled at like every script. Everyone had for the last 20 years got approved because scream hit and, and feel like we're back with that with revenge movies. It's like, Hey, John wick, amazing franchise. You got a revenge story. <sighs> Here's a green light and a pile of cash, but let's go. Um, Cause man, they are making a lot of these and you know what? They all kind of look all right. They all kind of look pretty decent. I will say the thing with boy kills world is there is some, uh, 
I don't know if you watched the Red Band trailer on this, but there is some Art the Clown levels of of gore happening. Like when mm. I watched this one scene, I think it was on IGN or something. They had a Red Band trailer where dude was just using a guy he finds as like a, a meat shield and he's <laughs> getting like riddled with shotgun shells and fully more falling apart as he's like fighting. And it just got to a point where I'm like, okay, okay, this is getting gratuitous. Like I get it. Right. Like it's a dead body and it's getting shot apart. Like we, do we, do we need to keep doing this? And they kept doing it. <laughs> it's <just one> <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, here we go. So maybe this is uh Maybe this is the next escalation. They're like, hey, what if we did some Eli Roth shit with John Wick? And it's like, well, 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 well what if we did? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how it goes. Uh, but thank you. I, I don't know if this is going to be rushing to the theater to see it, but uh, mm-hmm. I it will get watched. It will get watched at some point. Uh, yeah, I, it, like I said, I, I don't know if this is like a day one thing, like especially because like, you know, like I have to choose my times out mm-hmm. like you know, pretty, you know, pretty exclusively now. So, you, you know what? You know what we should do here, Shannon? Hmm. You should come over and watch it when it hits, uh, you know, digital. Mm hmm. Because I guarantee you, my wife has zero fucking interest in watching. This movie. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Uh, my, my wife is not going to be in on this at all. Like, I mean, she for some reason she likes watching the John Wick movies until it gets mm-hmm. violent, and I was like, so like thirty seconds in. Yeah, so you basically watch his dog die, and then you're like, okay, cool, I'm out. <laughs> but, uh, you yeah, know, this... she's like, oh, I just can't. I can't stand to watch people get hurt. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This will be like when uh, Prey came out and I was super hyped up for it. And mm-hmm. my wife was like, yeah, you better go in the living room and watch that shit yourself. Cause <laughs> I ain't watching it in here. And I'm like, well, all right, catch you in a couple hours. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have. So, so I think that's what we should do. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's like, get a time. The wives can take the kids somewhere. We can. Yeah. We can watch some gratuitous violence. Hell we'll Yeah. All get right. everybody right. over. Get the popcorn. Yeah, let's get it on the books. Let's do mm-hmm. it. All right, we've created a plan. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess now is when we breeze through uh, what we've been playing. Because outside of re-downloading Elden Ring and uh, installing the updates, because it's been forever. And while it was doing that, I'm like, well, I might as well fire up Pal World, and then I never started Elden Ring. <laughs> like Pal World. Um, so Shannon, I've gotten two towers down. Okay. Um, you that's more than me. I'm only one tower in still. You've still only done the first one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I closed the game out of sheer frustration. Uh, Why? Uh, the last time I played, because I was going to the volcano to find the third tower. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm level 28 now mm-hmm. and was going like, Oh, there's a level 34 something that looks rad. I'm going to attack it and see if I can catch it. This thing beat the shit out of me uh, <laughs> so fast. <laughs> so I died. Right. And I'm like, God damn it. And so go back and I go to get my thing back only to realize I flew there. <laughs> and the mount that I flew there on is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, it's hot there. I didn't mm-hmm. have my thermal armor on, so I was dying rapidly. Mm-hmm. And I had no food. 
Now I had to climb and go the long way around since I had no flying map. Mm -hmm. So run back, get my, get back to my base, make a new set of thermal armor, make Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of bread, throw Mm -hmm. it in, Mm -hmm. get back, get all the way back to my ship, grab my ship. Okay, great. Figuring out, bringing up the map to see how I get the fastest <laughs> way back to the fast travel point is. Uh-huh. And I just get capped by something I don't even see. Just boom, 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 and I'm dead again. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck this game. I'm, I'm just shutting it off and walking away. I was so mad. I was so mad. Oh, Dude, I get, I get it. Cause like, so I don't know what it is about that game, but like the first time I booted up after not playing for a while, like it always crashes. Like, five to ten minutes into the game but yeah yeah so then so i wanted to go get a, a grizz bot and i had the only place to really get them is in the sanctuary right so the only way to get there is to fly so i go over there in my flying mount and then it's not there so you know it's just it didn't load right so like everybody says oh if it doesn't load you just fly out a little bit and you turn around and fly back and keep trying that until it does Okay, fine. So I do that like a handful of times, nothing, right? And then one of the times uh, I go there, there's a shiny um, duck, you know, the, the duck that is dressed up in the uh, pirate gear stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a shiny one of those. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I'm going to try to capture that thing. So then I go down there and I land. Criminal activity starts. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I, you know, I'm shooting this thing. And uh, he kills my flying mount, so now I'm stuck, right? Because <laughs> I don't have, I don't have a swimming mount. I don't have anything else. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I should have I brought at least one more mount uh, that I had. Um, and I, the other mount that I throw out to help me because he's kind of kicking my teeth in, like murders the shiny, right? So now I don't get the shiny. I my mount is dead. That I use the fly there, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to swim. So I start swimming, right? And my stamina. stamina. Yeah, yeah, I run out of stamina like as I'm getting close to the thing. And then when your stamina starts running out, you start going through your life points, right? You can still Mm -hmm. swim, but your life points are running out. So then I drown. And it's like, and I was like, oh, well, I'm close enough to the island in front of me. Hopefully it just drops my stuff right there. No, dropped all my stuff back at the refuge. (laughs) I kind of had to do the same thing. I was like, damn it. So now, you know, I got to load at 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 one of the the towers. I got to go back to my base. Got to find one of the guys that I can use to like get over there, drop the one that got knocked out like off so it can heal. Like, and I had to do the same thing. And then I got back there and like there was a bug that like still kept the my warning level or my 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 wanted level. So mm-hmm. then like I'm trying to pick up my stuff and I'm getting shot like left and right, like by everybody, by all the guards there, right? And like if you shoot the guards, like t- two more guards drop, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I'm like I'm trying to like run around and not get capped while on my mount while trying to pick up stuff and of course like you know I pick up stuff when I'm going there so I can't pick up everything so I'm like god damn it <laughs> so yeah I did get a little frustrated um, with that game but I'm um, still I think I might wait a little bit like it just kind of seems like there's some issues right now with it but. Um, that's well, especially as you progress, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's gotten worse the further along I've gotten and the more stuff I've unlocked. Yeah. Um, I definitely yeah. think there's some quality of life things they need to change at higher levels so that it's not as, uh, 
not it's not overwhelming, but it's not as boring. Like, you know, I definitely think they need to find a way to streamline your inventory to where like if you have like 10 inventory boxes, you should just be able to open up one and have all 10 there like yeah. to see. It would just it's just or it's, if I add, you know, or to one box, it just puts it in where the ore goes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, you have that. I mean, and especially when you have two bases, you definitely need to have like a way to check both inventories, right? Like, I mean, that would help too. Um, no, I want three bases now. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, I'm annoyed at my second base because like everybody over there is like mentally challenged and like they're not, mm-hmm. they're not doing the things that I want them to do. Like I want my guys that are, that can mine ore to mine ore. And every time they go over there, they go to mine stone or like, you know, the other stuff instead. I'm like, dude, I don't, and, then I you like pick, and then you pick them up, throw them at the ore, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's assigned to the ore. Great. And I come back and it's like getting wood. And I'm like, what are you fucking like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's some things there that need to change. But um, I took a break from Power World to open up Yakuza uh, yeah, like did. a dragon. Yeah, you did. And I love that game. Like, I'll tell you right now, that game is fun. It, it scratches all the itches because it's like it's got like that open world feel. It's got a really good story so far. And it's got like a turn based uh, battle battle mechanic. Um, the characters are funny as hell. Um, I think the story is messed up, bro. Like that the, the way the story starts out, I'm just like, dude, I can't believe it. Like, this is crazy. But uh, I'm here for it. I like it. Um, I think the only drawback is the cutscenes, man like the cutscenes in this game like i kid you not like are 10 to 15 minutes at a clip like you go wow. somewhere there is a long ass cutscene for a story like it gets to the point where like you don't touch your your steam deck and like the screen dims because you haven't touched it in so long like because the story is still going like so there are some really crazy cutscenes, and like like i said i mean like i've played this game for maybe eight hours like six six seven hours right now but the majority of it's been cutscenes. Like it, like it's hard for me to play when I'm going to bed because I know that this is going to be like I'm going to do one thing and then there's going to be a 20 minute cutscene and then I'm going to have to go to bed. So it's not like you get a lot of a comp, a comp, you know, you get a, you don't get a lot accomplished in one sitting, which is the only bummer. And I don't want to skip the cutscenes because I want the information, right? Like, you know, I want to know what's going on, like why these people are fighting these people. Like, you know, this this guy was a Yakuza and now he's not, you know, he's kind of like been like excommunicated. And like, you know, now you're, you know, in this area, this new area and you're trying to figure out like, you know, there's the Yakuza and then there's like the Chinese mafia and then there's like this other mafia and like you're kind of stuck in the middle and nobody wants to make like a move because nobody wants to start like this whole like civil war in this area. So it's kind of like a powder keg, right? And like, you're trying to kind of uh, thread that needle to where you can still do what you want to do and get back in the good graces with the Yakuza guy that you're like, you know, really into. So yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a good game. Like I just wished it wasn't as heavy on the cutscenes. So real quick, Shane. So wait, is this the first Yakuza game you've played? Yes. Okay. And do you have any, have you had any issues like jumping into it since you haven't played any of the other Yakuza games? No. Okay. Second, I want you to know. So I looked up on YouTube, Yakuza <laughs> like a dragon, all cutscenes. Uh huh. How long would you assume all the cutscenes in the game together are? <laughs> I don't. If you had to throw a number out there. 
eight hours. Zach, any guesses? Oh, just with what Shannon described and how long that game is, I'm going to say, let's say 16. Damn, Zach is almost on the money. 16 hours, 13 minutes, and 41 seconds is the video. (laughs) Like a dragon, all cutscenes. What's even crazier is Infinite Wealth, the one that just came out, all cutscenes video is 22 hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> that is a full fucking day. Like, that's you drinking two red lines to stay up <laughs> a whole fucking day from, like, midnight to almost midnight again watching this beginning to end. Uh, that's insane. Like, especially... I mean, I get it. It's an 80-hour game, but, like... I mean, is it 80 hours of playing plus like 16 hours of like cinematics that I got to sit through <laughs> cutscenes? Yeah, if it's 80 hours, a fourth of that is cutscenes. <laughs> also, I thought we'd never discuss Redline again, but <laughs> here we are. I had you. We're back. Um, <laughs> I heard, I actually heard the second one, and maybe someone can tell me if I'm wrong, but I heard the second one uh, is almost Kojima esque in the fact that the first four hours of gameplay, like three hours of it are cinematics almost. Oof. Just get you, get you up in the story. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> Cause I do want to play that. I, that might not be true. I, I haven't played it to be clear, but it's, uh, no. seems, seems like it's got a little, uh, final fantasy esque reputation happening there. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's what I heard about the second game is that like for the first, like four or five hours you're still in japan like you don't even hit like hawaii until like seven hours into the game so yeah that's i mean and that's the bummer too is like because i'm really enjoying this game i wouldn't mind playing like infinite wealth right but like the only thing stopping me is is that is how long those cutscenes are oh but you love it yeah, and you know, props to you for actually watching the cutscene, Shannon. I know it's tempting to just want to skip or smash through it like you do in dialogue in almost <laughs> any other game, but kudos to sitting through it and actually watching it. I mean, I figured I might as well, right? Just because like they're doing all the voice acting, they might as well just like you know, you might as well see what the product is, right? I mean, like when we get to the parts where it's just like the text boxes, yeah, I'm fucking mashing the A button on that <laughs> one, but. But yeah, like I don't want to I don't want to miss out on a cutscene because I don't want to miss out on like what's going on in the story. And it's all story heavy stuff. It's all very important stuff. All right. Justin, are you playing anything new? (laughs) No, I'll tell you what I'm playing. And Dan, I hope you're ready for this bad boy. Persona 3 Reloaded. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm like 30 ish hours into it. Um, I got to play a decent amount of it this weekend and man, dude, I've been making some solid progress. Like I want to say on like for the tower that you're climbing, I want to say there's like 200 and something floors and I just hit like floor like 82, 83 or whatever. So I think I'm about almost halfway through the game, like through the tower and stuff. Uh, I just got like a new I'm I'm terrible with names like I don't remember anyone's name but I got this like robot girl on my team now she's pretty dope I got her in the party uh there's been some pretty funny jokes 
too at certain points like there, at one point now with all these new party members uh I, I was running my entire party besides my main character the other three were all girls and the robot chick made some joke about like me creating like my own harem and stuff and like the one chick didn't know what that was so the robot chick was like explaining that to her which was pretty funny uh and then with so in the game there's like you know once it's midnight it hits the dark hour which is the secret hour between like midnight and 1201 or whatever Mm -hmm. there's like an extra like hour in the day and they have their powers and whatever that let them like be awake during that time but if you're not a persona user whatever you turn into like a literal coffin that's just kind of like in place littering the street well one of the boss fights uh you have to go to what's essentially this like hotel that's kind of known for like where you go to like take an escort or like whatever and that's like the reputation that this hotel has and when running around the hotel there's this one bedroom that i went into where there was three coffins very clearly in like an eiffel tower style position and like nobody said anything about it but like i caught it and i went to leave and i turned around and i'm like hold on and i'm like <laughs> staring at it and i was like this is fucking great like this is pretty funny um you're so, like wait wait a second i think i know what's happening yeah here. <laughs> yeah and then you know there's like two of them on a bed like you know like kind of on top of each other and i'm like uh-huh yeah i see what's there's like you know two there and then one in like the cuck chair in the corner and i'm like all right <laughs> like, i see what's happening here uh but no, it's been a lot of fun. My, my latest thing that I've been trying to do is with the fusing of personas, there's this one that I really fucking want. And it's like, it's a special one. You need to fuse three fucking personas to actually create it. You need like Jack Frost, Jack O'Lantern, and then King Frost or whatever. And you fuse the three together and it creates like, I don't remember what it's called. It's like Jack Black or some fucking shit like that. Like, <laughs> is what the, the final persona is called. But I have Jack Frost and I have Jack-O-Lantern and I'm like, what the fuck do I need to do to create King Frost or whatever so that Mm -hmm. I can do this fusion? And so I'm like on the wiki and I'm like, how do I fucking create this? And they're like, okay, well, you need to do this mission. And then I'm like, okay, did the mission. Now I'm able to craft them. I'm like, but what two personas make him? And they're like, okay, so I had to go through, I went through this like 10 minute montage of like fusing different personas to get like what I needed to make him just to find out that it was like, yeah, you can make him, but he's level 34. So, like, you can't create personas that are higher levels than you. Like, it'll say, like, mm. oh, it's too strong. You're not ready. And at the time, I was, like, level, like, 28 or something. And he's, like, level 34. So, I'm like, fuck. Like, I went through all this work, and I still can't make And right now, I'm, like, level 32. So, I'm almost there. Except the <laughs> one that I'm fusing into, I think, is 36. So it's like, God damn it. Even once I make him, I still have to wait like two more levels before I can fuse the three of them together. <laughs> I but. always think it's interesting when you start playing games like that and all of a sudden the game you're playing becomes something completely different, right? <laughs> it's it's like, because you have an overarching like thing you're supposed to be doing. Pa- Power World, like this happened in Power World, right? You get told right from the start, hey, the towers and the tree, that's what you need to do. That's the important thing. And it's like, okay, great. Next thing I know, I'm spending three hours to do all the stuff I need to do 
to breed a Relaxaurus and a freaking electric weasel to make an electric Relaxaurus. And it's like that became the game that it wasn't. It wasn't the towers in the tree. It was like, no, how can I build this building? Okay. Now that I built the building, how can I, what do I need to do to do this? And then, oh, I caught that thing. Great. Well, I put this thing with this thing. Oh, but I got to get to a higher level. So now I'm going to grind some levels so I can get up. And uh, that's become a whole different game. Just and, so it, you know, you need to breed a Grizzbot with a Relaxaurus. Oh, what does that get you? An Anubis. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> all right then. Um, but yeah you know what i mean like it, it and so i think it's it's interesting when games do that when when they have the ability to pull you so far afield from the main quest because it's just interesting and you're into it and i just no, think it's cool and you're 100 percent right that is exactly how it is because it's like the main goal is like yeah you know to go go climb the tower and do whatever and like fight the line that's part of the game but then the other half is like the social network like networking with these people and like going to school and living that life is mm-hmm. the other thing and like remembering all that i'm like okay like uh the police station has sale on monday so that's when you want to buy and sell shit for like weapons and stuff like wednesday the pharmacy has the sale so that's when you want to go do that I can work part-time at the cafe to earn money Monday through Wednesday only. And then there's certain days where it's like the chicks at the park on Thursday to fucking talk to her. Sunday, I can play video games with the one chick and build a whatever with her. And there's like, and they keep adding like more and more like people into the mix. So it's like, okay, now you can do this. But in order to even engage with this person, it's like, oh, your courage has to be like badass level, which is like level six or something. And mine's only at four. So I'm like, fuck, like I need to work on getting that up <laughs> to do that. And so otherwise this chick's not going to give me the fucking time of day now because she thinks I'm a little bitch. And it's like, dude, I need to get that up. And then, oh yeah, by the way, guess what? Midterms are coming up. And it's like, you need to have like your fucking academia, whatever shit at like a level four, if you're going to fucking place top 10 in the exams and get like bitch and items and stuff. And mine was at two. And I'm like, holy (laughs) shit. And like, it's in two weeks. So for two weeks, like everyone's like, want to hang out? And I'm like, dude, I need to go to the fucking library because these numbers suck and I'm not going to get fucked over on midterms in two weeks, all right? So they're like, hey, let's go to the tower. I'm like, hey, eat a dick. I need to do mathematics now. Okay, I need this shit. I'm over at the fucking Hungry Burger every night eating the Academia Burger, fucking jamming my shit up as much as possible. Like, you do not understand how bad these grades are. Like, yeah, geez. and then Megan's like, what is going on? I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm at level nine with this fucking softball chick that I've been trying to fucking get with since the beginning of the game. And she is like three times I've hung out with her and our level has not gone up since. And I'm like, and now I'm at the cusp of getting level 10 with her. I'm like, so I'm like right there. <laughs> That's pretty uh, funny. Yeah. So it beca- it's become like its own schedule of memorization. I have like four different tabs of Chrome <laughs> open on my phone with I'm like, What's going on here? What's going on here? Like fusions, people, this. And I'm like, okay, what am I fucking doing right now? I'm like circling (laughs) between these three windows trying to figure out what the fuck I'm looking at. Now, does does the open worldness of Final Fantasy Rebirth scare you, Shannon? Now that we're in this conversation. It does because uh, I know myself and Mm -hmm. I will just get lost in that open world for hours. Story, fuck the story. (laughs) 
This is what uh, I'm asking you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it, you've seen it in Diablo. You've seen it in like all of these okay. games, Power World, everything. Like I get, I get into the open world and I'm, I am full sail just doing everything but the story. But I mean, that was always my thing in any Final Fantasy game is like I always wanted to be level 99 before like I went to like the final boss or before I went to the end game. Like, so it wouldn't surprise me to try to max my characters out before doing any of the main story stuff. You know, this is making sense to me now why you don't like the From Software formula. (laughs) Why is that? The whole point is to be as overpowered as possible to make mm-hmm. boss fights as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. And yes. uh, that is the exact opposite. <laughs> yes. Uh, I want to go in and feel like the God that I am when I fight that boss. Fair enough. I totally get it. Um, all right. Well, do we have any uh, sirens this week? Look, I, I had some time with my son this weekend. Right, right. And, uh, we, we found a movie that was released on Netflix uh, this weekend, this Saturday. Okay. Um, it, uh, it was a very, for some reason, popular movie on Apple. Um, it was called Marcel the Shell. Um, okay. I don't know if you have heard of this uh, movie. It's an A24 know. joint. Um, so I knew I was kind of in for something that was going to be a little uh, out of the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this started as a YouTube um, like shorts kind of thing, and the director kind of turned it into a full movie. Okay. Um, so it's shot in a it's it's in the Netflix children's area. Uh, I do not feel it is a children's movie, <laughs> other than the fact that Marcel the Shell is a very cute shell with red shoes. Um, the movie itself is a movie about a traumatic event that a young shell has mm-hmm. experienced. And uh, the, sh- the movie shot in a documentary stance basically shows how this shell is dealing with the trauma. Um, so, uh, you know, since this is, is the spoiler area, um, Essentially, what happens is um, there is a family that lives in this house. Um, these small creatures, you never know what they are um, because some of them are shells, some of them are Cheetos, some of them are pencils, some of them are peanuts. One of them's a tampon. Um, they're all kind of in this house together. Um, the family, the, the, this, these two people are living there. Um, they are not married. Um, they get into a huge argument. They, they, their relationship starts to decline. Um, right. As they start to fight more and more, um, the um, these small creatures decide that they need a refuge space. Um, the refuge space is the man's sock drawer. Okay. And uh, so one night, the fighting gets so bad, they are in their refuge space in the sock drawer. The guy decides he's going to leave. This relationship is over. He's done. He's moving out. He grabs everything in his dresser drawer and leaves. Uh, Marcel is outside um, gardening with the grandma shell at the time. So they're basically the only two that stay at the house. Um, And they don't know where their families are. They don't know where their parents are. They know nothing. 
Um, so they basically are stuck at the house. They have to learn to fend for themselves. They have to learn how to make food. They have to learn how to fight off bugs. Um, this gentleman who's doing the, the documentary um, breaks up with his girlfriend, needs a place to live. This house is turned into an Airbnb, so he goes to live there. That's basically the premise. So then, uh, you know, Marcel's like, oh, well, maybe you can help me find my parents. He's like, cool. Like, I do these YouTube short videos. Like, let's put you up on YouTube. Um, and basically, it's a, at that point, it's a scathing, uh, you know, kind of statement about how self-centered people are on the internet. And uh, once they discover where Marcel lives, they go to his house uh, and they basically do TikTok videos and dances and basically destroy the front of the house uh, one of the tiktokers tries to get into the house and scares the grandma the grandma falls her shell breaks um and you basically know that's the end of her existence uh you know they try to keep her going but um you know she uses pink crayons to kind of keep her color up and um she doesn't eat hey, hey, hey justin justin <laughs> justin yeah, yeah. should we should we be worried about Shannon's Because <laughs> what the I, fuck is he talking about, dude? Dude, I'm telling you, you gotta watch this shit. <laughs> it sounds incredible. Like it just sounds sad. Like, it yeah, sounds so, really that's sad. what I'm saying. Is like this should not be in the kids section on Netflix. Is what I'm getting at, right? Like, there's a lot on this. It is a long movie. Like, I, I, well, I felt it was a long movie. Like, I don't, I didn't check the runtime on it, but I just felt like, oh my gosh, like this is. This is going places, right? Um, Dude, I'll be honest. You've been talking for like ten minutes, and it feels like four hours. Just <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna. I was gonna stop anyway, because I. I mean, like that. That is just like. I mean, that's the first half of the movie. G- Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, like it is. I would say if you have a, a kid who's like, let's watch Marcel the Shell. It should be a hard no. Um, I mean, there yeah. are some. Like there are some funny things in there, like you know, the sh- Marcel makes this rope slide, this like or this like rope navigation thing to get around, and the director's like, "Well, how, where did you find the stuff to make the rope?" And she's like, "Oh, it's simple." And she goes into the bathroom and she goes into the drain in the shower and she's like, "I just pull out these curly hairs because when you straighten them out and then you weave them together, they make like a super tough like rope that you can like slide on." And the, she's just basically weaving people's pubes together, and you know, I'm sitting there laughing because it's funny but like now i have to explain to my son why i'm laughing at a joke about it. this lady this the shell finding hairs in the sink or the in the in the tub this is like <sighs> this is like the worst version of tinykins i've ever heard like, <laughs> jesus christ I, yeah I, I don't it uh it reminds me of a time when i was traveling to canada with my parents and we stayed at this place in Victoria for the night, and they had the most cracked out version of Alice in Wonderland I'd ever seen in my entire life. It was like weird. It was like a fever dream on drugs where like everything was played by skeletons except for mm-hmm. Alice. And it was like a stop motion kind of thing. Like this kind of has that same like vibe to it. Um, I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird. Wait, 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 wait. Shit. Stop motion. <laughs> I think I've seen this. This is Zach's like, hold on. <laughs> you totally just have like some memory unlock shit happen to me. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do it now, but I'm definitely going to research this later. Cause yeah. Yeah. It was a trip. Yeah. And like, I remember the card, like the card nights or 
the, the queen, the queen, uh, when you show up and like all the card people mm-hmm. are there, I remember mm-hmm. that being like terrifying. Yeah. I, rem- I remember I turned it off pretty fast. Uh, I was just oh. like, this is way, this is way crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> this is wild. Um, we, uh, we had, uh, uh, some, time this weekend so we watched ruby gilman teenage kraken which also yeah. just to netflix yeah we watched that too it was good. uh pretty good not, mm-hmm. not bad um i thought it was funny that the six-year-old picked up the twist about a half hour in mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you know the mermaid was doing the sea bestie thing and my six-year-old turns to me and very you know very serious <laughs> eyes goes I don't think they're besties. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Hmm. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm like, you're absolutely right. That mermaid's a lying bitch. And I know it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought that was a great movie. I, I, I thought it was fun. Good for the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. would I sit down and watch it by myself? No, no, I wouldn't. But it was, it was entertaining. And I dug the like, you know, Godzilla-esque kaiju kraken mm-hmm. monsterness of it all. Like, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We uh, watched Migration. Ah, I have not seen that. That was one I... Uh, you gave, the to, you gave yeah. to the grandparents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We offloaded that one, so... Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Kumal uh, does a great job uh, as a neurotic duck. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would definitely say he like hits the nail on the head there. Um, I did like a lot of it. I mean, a lot of it was funny because um, my wife's family is big on great blue herons. Um, they named their like summer home area Blue Heron Point, um, and there is the most cracked out crazy blue heron in this movie so like i just found it to be hilarious but um it was fun i mean it was like yeah it's kind of like that same thing it's like it was a movie like it killed two hours of time and you know it was bright Mm -hmm. um you know uh keegan michael key does a voice of a of a jamaican parrot um you know there there are some you know aquafina is a pigeon uh, so the, I mean, there are some there's some star power voices in there. Is it even an animated film if it doesn't have Aquafina? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, she is the she is the mistress of voices. Um, They're all the same voice. I know, um, right? <laughs> it, it was good. It was fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was fine. Justin, mm-hmm. you anything? Uh no, I mean, I watched a, a bunch of anime, but, you know, I know you already had to sit through Marcel the Shell, Zach, so I mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. We have, um, I feel like we're going to have a, a lot of animators coming in uh, out of soon because of Final Fantasy when Shannon actually pushes play on that. <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 is some anime ass plot lines. So, yeah. It's going to be a while. I mean, like I said, I still got to get through like the Yakuza like thing. So, 
It's going to be a minute. And this is bringing back some horrible, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I found a fan trailer for the stop motion Alice movie, by the way. That's what Shannon is looking at. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's horrifying. Horrifying. Oh God! Like, why can't I stop watching this? Uh, like, I'm st- I'm paralyzed in fear. Oh my! Oh, uh, <laughs> I gotta close it out. Close it out, guy. I'm done. Can't can't do it. Because you're uh, look at the look on Justin's face. Well, I, I did not <laughs> expect it to be live action. I thought it was oh yeah 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 animated. So when it's this little blonde girl like running across the field, I was like, uh, I'm like getting big. Uh, God damn it. What is that one movie? The uh it's that silent black and white horror movie with the thing that like cuts its stomach open and gives birth. I want to see it begins with a B. Silent black and white uh, horror movie with uh, a thing that cuts its stomach open and gives birth. Yeah. Um live Google in here. I, was like, <laughs> I can't <laughs> I cannot remember what it's I'm gonna have to look it up i can't remember what it's called but that that was also a uh, a trip to to watch oh fuck remember that mad hatter sequence in this movie shannon jesus dude i don't i don't even think i made it that far i don't oh. i don't remember like i i remember like like animal skeletons dancing yeah yeah and i don't know where that was in the movie but i know that's where i shortly thereafter tapped out that's when you uh, said, waiter, check, please. <laughs> uh, check, please. Um, anyway, I I figured out what it's called. It is called mm. Begotten, is what the movie is called. I watched it, like, I don't know, back in, like, 2009. Mm-hmm. And I was extremely high when I watched it. And it was, it was very weird. Uh, Left a mark. Yes, it, uh, <laughs> it did leave a mark well hey now that we've gotten our (laughs) random art house uh nightmares on display for everyone how about you take us in for a landing Justin? you know what guys thank you guys for listening to another episode of the that picks live podcast you know head on over discord let us know what scared the shit out of you as a kid and while you're at it head on over to spotify give your boys a review let us know how we're doing and zach if robbie was here what do you think robbie would say robbie would say hey guys go be great only 180 more days until football's back in my life <laughs>